Bills fans, you know what it is. A federal report. And this is the motherfucking podcast. What the fuck? to observing report name is deuce means and this is the motherfucking podcast how y'all doing hope y'all enjoying y'all thursday night i hope y'all enjoyed the game game six well game five. Oh shit well my raptors is gonna win well they up lead three three two what you bucks gonna do i was telling cats you know the raptors is pretty good you know especially now they got Kawhi leonard and uh it seems like the uh it seems like the side, uh, the, uh, the the role player is actually stepping up, and Lowry's uh, coming to coming back into his own and shit. And I forgot the other guy name, but uh, they're doing their shit. I think they'll, I think, I think they'll close it out four two. But you never know that that uh, that Greek the freak man, that's a motherfucking baller right there. And they got a good ass squad too. They're gonna be doing some damage. I can see, I can see the Bucks and I can see the Raptors playing against each other. For a couple of years down the road, I, I could see this being a real rival, rivalry and shit. So you know, and you know, my poor Lakers are just sitting at home with all the drama that's going on in Lakerland, and you know, the Warriors are waiting on whoever coming so they can just thrash the shit out they ass. You know, so you know, whoever wins this doesn't really matter because when they play, whoever wins between the Bucks and the Raptors doesn't really matter because. The Warriors is going to beat the living shit out of them. They're going to sweep them. These motherfuckers are playing like on a level few reach. They're on some Michael Jordan, Shaq and the Super Lakers, three rings, destroying, destroying dynasty, creating motherfuckers. So that's what they're doing. But I'm glad you guys are listening to the show. Uh, I had a couple of co-hosts supposed to fuck with me tonight, but uh, everybody's uh, been a little busy and I can understand that. How shit go, you know, uh, shit, life. But I still can hold it down. Still gonna hold it down. Still gonna roll with the episodes. And I'm glad you guys are rocking with me. And uh, let's go do this shit. So, what's going on this last week? A lot of crazy shit. Um, I've been uh, looking on the internet. Uh, first of all, I want to say shout out to the homie D-Town for uh, giving us the question or the topic of the week. And uh, we'll get at that at the end of the show. Uh, as always, you guys can hit me up at DeuceMeans27 at gmail.com. And you can always hit my Instagram at FatJamesBond. Fat uh, on Instagram, that's FatJamesBond, F-A-T, James Bond, like James Bond. My name is James Bond, James Bond. Same thing. Uh, people always ask me why haven't I made a separate page for the podcast. The podcast is, is me. And I'm the podcast, and I and I want this to be or, organic as possible. Yes, I'm here to push the podcast forward with listeners and subscribers, and get dough so we can make the podcast bigger and better, and you know, stop me from being a security guard eventually. But it is my life. This is this is straight organic. This is coming from me. This isn't a character. This isn't a, <clears throat> as much as it is a brand, as I'm making it a brand, it's um, definitely not just 
only a brand. It's me as a person. Observing Report represents not only my thoughts and opinions and the things I see and the facts I give from what I learn uh, from various outlets of, uh, of tools and resources, but it's also you guys. And it's also the, uh, the commonality we share as humans walking on this planet, as some of, a lot of us being black people, you know, doing our thing. A lot of us being working class people, you know, just trying to make a dollar out of 15 cent and do better for our families and just want to be progressive men, women uh, as a whole. So, you know, no matter how wild I get, no matter how much I cuss, no matter how crazy that podcast get, just know that the the greater cause of it is to open up uh, avenue of conversation that is only had when you are talking to your loved ones and your day ones and and your real niggas and and your day one bitches and whatever you call your 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 peoples. You know what I'm saying? Those those conversations that that resonate in y'all soul and. And you think about it, and it helps change your life, or it helps shape your opinion, or it, or it helps you uh, get at somebody else who's uh, who you're having these conversations with, whether it's in a positive or negative way. But nevertheless, it's just to reach common ground. We can all laugh, cry, think, and uh, you know, enjoy each other's space. So that's why I do the podcast. That's why I'm so off the cuff as it is. That's why I'm so loose. As far as the format or what have you, but it is it is a real format. Um, like I said, I had a I got some topics we we're gonna talk about, but the homies couldn't make it. Uh, other plans and shit, and time constraints wouldn't allow it. So, you know, in the words of of Goody Mob, one monkey don't stop no show, and uh, that's what the fuck we're doing. So, topic we're gonna hit on tonight. First topic is uh, I know a lot of people hate when I talk about politics because. Let's just face it. Motherfuckers is going to do what they want to do. They're always going to do what they want to do. Especially when you're a black person. You really kind of give up hope on... Are there going to be some some people in government that's actually going to do the right thing? Never mind if it's about you know black rights or women's rights. Just do the right thing. Actually do the uh, citizens of America's work. And so we kind of just kind of get disconnected. But... I'm telling you, my people, you have to stay connected because these things trickle down and they do affect us. Uh, one of the things I've noticed since the Mueller reporters came out, since Donald Trump has been fighting the Democrat tooth and nail on everything, even though it says there is proof that he uh, tried to obstruct justice, and even though Mueller didn't say that Donald Trump did these things, he's pretty much pointing out evidence that if you guys look further enough that he could pretty much get in trouble for all this thing, all the things that he's done. Not only him, but his kids and the staff and uh, probably the whole administration. And, if we're not careful, some of the Republicans. So I ask myself, if the Democrats know that they got not only Donald Trump, but the Republicans by the short and curlies, then why the fuck is nobody making a move? Why in the fuck, if America is such in peril and that things are going so bad for the country, why isn't anybody... So, why don't the Democrats make a move? 
Me, honestly, I think it's because they don't want to lose the power they have. And they're too afraid that if they try to make a move like impeach Donald Trump or force his hand, send people to jail, which they can't do because, let's face it, a subpoena is a legal document saying that you got to come in and talk to the Congress and explain yourself. And if they, and if Donald Trump's uh, people are just outright ignoring this shit, then they should go to jail. Anybody else would. Imagine if this was Obama. Imagine if it was just me and you. We're going to fucking jail if we ignore a subpoena. So, that's that's out. They could do that shit because just because you're the president don't mean you're a king and that's why they set up the democracy just like this so that if anything happened to where the president needs to get arrested, it can happen without it becoming a fucking national... Uh, a national, um, what is that word they're saying? A, a national crisis. So, the like, it keeps coming back. Why aren't the Democrats doing anything? And once again, it keeps looking at power. Um, I noticed when Nancy Pelosi and them talk, they always talk about how bad Donald Trump is, but no one's willing to give up their power to stop him. I mean, honestly, it just takes a couple of Democrats whether it's running for a presidential run or whether they're running for their seats to say, you know what? What Donald Trump is doing is so fucked up, I don't care if I win the next election or not. I'm going to go after him to make sure that no one ever goes out like this again. And if me not winning whatever seat or whatever position is the cost for it, but I saved America from the bullshit that's going to happen if you let him keep going, then so be it. I think not only... Would that kick the Republicans in the gear? Because they're like, damn, look at somebody that's willing to give up all this shit just to, just to stop Donald Trump. I think that whoever did it would still end up winning the motherfucking uh, seat or presidency. Because people like to see people risk it all for a cause. They don't mind that. And I think that's why the Republicans keep kicking the Democrats' ass so much. Because they know... That even if they lose, as long as they show that they got their balls to the wall with it, somebody's out there going to listen to them. And once somebody's going to listen to them, then they can state their case. If they state their case just right, then fuck it. They want the argument. But, you know, you guys got to let me know what's up. Once again, hit me at deucemeans27gmail.com. Uh, Instagram, Fat James Bond on this subject. Um, a friend of mine was telling me, that he doesn't fuck with politics because it's like a big TV show, and I agree with him. The way it's looking right now, without with the Democrats just kind of being pussies about shit. I mean, if it, it's, it's looking like uh, the show me and my girl be watching called "The Have and the Have Nots," where every time the bad person is about to do some shit and the good person can do it to stop it, it seems like they don't do it because they want to keep the show going and keep the dry ass. Uh, the dry, lame-ass uh, storyline going, so they just don't pull the trigger. And it seems like that's what the Democrats is doing. Either that, or they just don't want to lose their power because they know if this shit doesn't go wild, right, somebody's getting kicked out. But they can't be scared, and you got to bust a move. So, next topic was Kanye West's baby's names. Now, I'm jumping from sideline to sideline because I was thinking about Kanye West right when I was thinking about Donald Trump punking the Democrats and all that shit. And something came up with a picture, I think, of Kanye West and all Donald Trump, all of them in the White House. 
And right after that, I was looking at how Kanye West's new son was born, Psalms West. And what the fuck? I mean, look, his name is Kanye. So, yeah, he got a crazy name. But he's a fucking mu- a, a musician, a musical genius. And he's rich as fuck. So it's not. It doesn't matter what kind of job he has, and he has kids with a white woman, and they're rich. So him naming his kids crazy ass names. I mean, he can do that shit. I mean, they're not gonna work a job like a security. They're not gonna fucking work at a customer service place. They're not gonna do call center work. Can you imagine call center work? Hello, thank you for calling. Blah blah blah. My name is Northwest. Somebody like, what the fuck? So I know they're not worried about that. But it just got me thinking, though. Does Kanye West even understand what the fuck he's doing? Is he just having kids to have kids and name them crazy shit because it's just, it goes along with their their whole brand of him being Kanye? Like somebody said that each time he goes through a project or something that he's real passionate about, he ends up having a kid and naming them after him. Like Saint, Saint was after Saint Pablo, so after that album, and then Chicago was named after when he went to Chicago and he he got he got reconnected back there. And I guess Psalms is named after him doing these church services on Sunday. Nevertheless, that shit is crazy. And black people, stop naming your kids crazy shit. Because unlike Kanye West, we're all broke as fuck. And we're not talking about broke like we can't afford to pay bills. But we're broke that we don't have enough money to just tell our kids, don't worry about working and don't worry about earning any income because we got you. And they don't, despite your fucked up crazy ass name, you don't need to worry about working because your money's secure. We can't do that. We can always name our kids different names, unique names, lovely names, stuff that is practical though. It's time for us to stop naming our kids after shit we can't afford. It's time to start naming our kids after after weird shit just so we can sound original and unique. We need the kid to have some kind of plan and and some kind of plan and movement to do some shit. So please don't listen to Kanye and Kim Kardashian. Please don't name your kid no songs with. My nephew's named Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, Kanye became a dope-ass rapper and a, and a dope influencer and an artist and all that shit. So my nephew's name is cool. Imagine if Kanye wouldn't have been shit. And it would have been whack. Man, they would have been climbing my nephew right now. So, but God bless Kanye. His kids are beautiful. He does his thing and all that. Now, I also want to talk about Game of Thrones. You motherfuckers is killing me with this Game of Thrones shit. Okay, first of all, black people, we should not be this motherfucking connected to this punk-ass shit. Do you not know this shit is about medieval times and the way that white people did not like that black people were shining and doing their thing and coming and teaching the universe everything and these motherfuckers were stuck in the medieval times fighting each other with plagues and, and, and ice zombies and fucking each other sisters and midgets and horses and donkeys and all that shit. Don't you understand that? But there's nothing wrong with us liking it because it is a dope-ass show. Somebody said once on Instagram that if you want to know anything about how white people get down now, watch the Game of Thrones. Pretty much it explained white t- white people to you within an hour or hour and a half of how that show go. And they're right. They're fucking right. They let you know all the primal 
urges and all the crazy shit and all the taboo shit white people love to say they don't do, but they do and they love it and they're on it. And when I say white people, once again, all my new all my new people that are joining me, welcome to the show. Please don't be tender dick or butt hurt when I say white people. Because you know what white people we're talking about. If you're getting offended, then we're talking about your white ass. And please listen to the whole show because I got some advertisers to pay. But nevertheless, black people should not be this involved with this show. You understand it's bullshit. You understand it's all crap. And the better version of they talked about how to unsully all a bunch of black people from Africa that whooped the shit out of everybody. But you always keep them on the leash because you know if they ever got out of that motherfucker, they'd run all the seven kingdoms and all that shit. Me, honestly, I like the end of the show. Now, this part is for white people. White people. This is their fucking show. You can't get mad at them because the show didn't end how you wanted to. This is your problem now. You think just because you're white and you're privileged that you motherfuckers can just, hey, I didn't like the show. You need to change it. No, motherfucker. This is their show. That shit is over. Your privilege doesn't stop, doesn't make them rewrite the show. If you didn't like it, you just didn't fucking like it. Let me tell you something. I didn't like Nas as Street Disciple, but I still, I didn't, I didn't get the right Nas. Hey, Nas. Street Disciples is whack as fuck. Can you do it over? Or, I didn't like the fact, uh, what was that? Um, plenty of shows black people love that ended, we don't know. Family Matters. Motherfucker, we still don't know what happened. Martin, we still don't know what happened. Motherfucking, uh, uh, Girlfriends. Uh, we still don't know what happened. Like I said, to me, it ended right. It ended good. I'm not going to go deep into it because I don't have 40 hours to talk about Game of Thrones shit. But you guys got to let this shit go. Number one, the show's over. Number two, relax. It's how it was supposed to end. The, uh, the, 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 Stark, the Starks were supposed to do their thing. They were the most level-headed motherfuckers out the whole show through the whole series. So, yes, the little crippled one is going to fucking be the king. And the wild, brave one that killed everybody and didn't show no quit and had to stab the dragon lady is gonna fucking go to the uh, north and never be seen again. That motherfucker's supposed to be the real king. He'll fuck all kind of shit up. And yes, his sister is gonna be the fucking uh, queen of uh, of the north and be separate but equal. You know why? Because they run that motherfucker. It was a good show. It's over. They got other movies coming out. Enjoy that shit. But don't fucking get on the internet don't fucking ruin everybody's vibes. And another thing, for you motherfuckers who didn't watch it, so fucking what? We don't care if you didn't watch it. Doesn't make you cool. Doesn't make you hip. Doesn't make you a renegade. Just makes you a cornball motherfucker that wasn't in the know. You sound mad as fuck because you wasn't invited to the party. Now, the fat last thing I'm going to talk about is this goat shit. I'm keeping it light today. Because pretty much... I feel like keeping it light today. Just, just some, just some shit, shit that was been passing in my mind, and one of them is hip hop. And you know, everybody know I love hip hop. You know, what I'm saying as much as you do, but you know, I really got a passion for this shit, and I will argue to death with you about this shit, and come up with theories and philosophize on steps, smoking blunts about this shit forever with any and everybody. But this has been motherfucking grinding my gears for about six months now. Well, I'll explain where this is coming from. Um, about about a, about a couple of days ago, I was 
reading something about Lord Jamal. If you don't know who Lord Jamal is, he is hip-hop pioneer legend from a group called Brand Nubian. Um, Brand Nubian has a lot of hits. Very good hits from the 90s. Very pro-black. Very Afrocentric. One of the songs we all should know is Punk Jump, Punk's Jump Up to Get Beat Down. A uh, little low-key diss to The House of Pain. You need to go Google that. Kids, young kids, Google that shit. And then catch up uh, what we're talking about. But nevertheless, Lord Jamal, who is a 5% Muslim, uh, Muslim, he doesn't like Eminem for whatever reason. And he's not fucking with Eminem in no way, shape, form, fashion. I'm not talking about rap-wise or anything. And he says that Eminem not only can't be a GOAT in this hip-hop shit, but he wasn't the king of hip-hop in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Anytime. Here's the thing. First, I'm going to talk about the king thing. Because as a fan of Eminem, and I was just looking at the fact that black people, this is dude on, on this hip-hop podcast I fuck with that say black people really don't fuck with Eminem. That's a goddamn lie. Because in the early 2000s, all the way till, uh, uh, what's that, Akon? It's like that, all on the floor, it's like that. Even now with the kill shot and shit, people fuck with Eminem, especially black people, especially real niggas. Niggas that love rap and love to hear niggas rap, which is a gang of niggas who's like 90% of black men. Who want to hear a nigga spit some bars? They fuck with Eminem. They know what Eminem gonna bring to the table. He's a fucking beast. In the early 2000s, when he was fucking with Dr. Dre Heavy and 50 Cent, and the sound was flourishing, yes, he was running the motherfucking show. And black people was fucking with him. I was in the club. You can hear Bitch Please. You can hear Slim Shady. You can hear all that shit. Especially if Nate Dogg singing under it. He on that shit. He was getting fucking major play. Not only in hip-hop b-boy shit, but at the club, in cars, smoking sessions, trapping, nigga, all that shit. Because niggas respect a lyricist. They respect the dope MC. Doesn't matter what color he is. They just really fuck with him. Now, at some point, because Eminem didn't switch his shit up, it got old. We're all getting old. We can't be all talking about popping mollies and killing our baby mamas and all that crazy shit. And so it got old, just like everybody else's shit get old. And if you don't uh, ad- adapt to the changing times, then you get left behind. Now, lately Eminem has been slapping. Now, is it back to the everybody going to play him at the club? Not really. But do motherfuckers still respect him as an artist and an MC? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, gangbangers, strippers, all that shit. They know what Eminem do. When you want to hear some dope-ass niggas rhyming, you want to hear some fly shit, you fuck with Eminem. So yes, Eminem was the king of hip-hop at some point. Yes, he was. Yes, the fuck he was. Not only was he doing it, as far as sales, but he was an MC. He battled. He wasn't scared to battle motherfuckers. He took on any and anybody that came to him. He made dope-ass songs. He made shit that mattered. And he kept going. And even after he stopped being the king, what made him now 
which answers my next question, is he a GOAT? Yes, the fuck he is. Because not only did he do all that shit that made him the king, he also, after that shit was over, he, he, he made sure that his lyrical content was always up to par. You motherfuckers talk shit about the motherfucking man making a whack-ass album. He went back in there, remade an album that was dope as fuck, and when a young boy came for his head, he took his fucking head off. Don't tell me he's not the GOAT. Give that boy his props. Give that man his props. M is a fucking GOAT. Now, we're going to get to this GOAT shit right now. With that being said, Eminem is a GOAT. And there ain't too many fucking GOATs. All right? And I'm just saying this is my opinion. But honestly, this ain't my opinion. There's only a couple of GOATs. And I'm going to name them off. Cube is a GOAT. Biggie the GOAT, Tupac's a fucking GOAT, Jay-Z's a fucking GOAT, Nas is a fucking GOAT, motherfucking, uh, and, and, and M is a fucking GOAT. Now, if I didn't name your ass, you're not a fucking GOAT. That's it. Sorry I left Snoop out. Sorry I left Andre 3000 out, which is one of my favorite rappers. Red Man, all these niggas. These are dope-ass artists. These are legends. These are icons. But they are not fucking goats. Hell, another goat is LL Cool J, the original goat. You got to check his story. You got to check his timeline. You got to check all that shit. But you can't keep throwing this goat shit around. And I'm talking to all you new hip-hop niggas. This is just for y'all. You can't keep using GOAT every time somebody says some phenomenal shit. It takes time to be the GOAT. Jordan wasn't the GOAT after the first three rings. He had to win all six. Kobe wasn't the GOAT after the first rings. He had to get his ass whooping and then to win the other two. And then one of them, he had to beat the Celtics in game seven. LeBron's not a fucking GOAT. Tim Duncan's a fucking GOAT. We're talking about rap, though, again. We're going to go back. Salt and Pepper, goats. Lauren Hill, goat. It's not too many of them. That's why they're goats. Y'all keep stretching this shit out just so everybody can feel accepted. That's not how hip-hop work. Best thing about hip-hop is it's low-key a competition. You got to keep your bars up. You got to do uh, extraordinary shit. You got to set the bar. You got to... Uh, set the set the trend. You gotta break down records, and you gotta carry tradition. If you don't, you're not a goat. Lord Jamal just fucking mad because a white boy getting off, and he's using his and he's using his religion as a way to hold him down, and it ain't cool. Because even though white devils ain't shit, Eminem ain't a white devil. This motherfucker went after Donald Trump. And he kept the tradition alive that you fought so hard for, Lord Jamal. So I don't want to hear that shit. Stop being a fucking bird weirdo and embrace the fact that the white boy got bars and that you guys did your thing and that he did his thing and that this is hip-hop and you're all welcome and that's it. But we got to stop all this everybody gets to be a goat because they did some shit. None of these young motherfuckers, Weezy ain't a goat and I love Weezy. Cole's not a goat. Drake's not a goat. They got a little while to go. Motherfuckers is on their way to GOAT status. But they're not GOAT shit. 
So you got to give them a time. You're going to fuck this hip-hop thing up. This hip-hop thing is like champagne. I know they want to give it to a, give it to you like, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of bullshit out. There's always bullshit out. It's always whack rappers. Yeah, there's always whack-ass rappers. Like, there's always cheap-ass champagne. But the creme de la creme, the good shit, always rises to the top. And there's always, and there's always a, good, a good supply of it for you to enjoy. Just got to look for it. And you got to be willing to experience different things. But I'm getting off on another subject. You know, I just wanted to hit that goat thing because it was just getting on my fucking nerves. Now, the last question, last one for the night. I know I said on the last one, but I wanted to get to my man's subject, uh, the topic of the week. Shout out to the homie, um, D-Town. Uh, it's, and his D-Town is uh, too much D-Town. I'm running over a little over, but ah, uh, fuck it. We don't care. Too much D-Town, too much underscore D-Town at Instagram. That's my nigga shit. So hit him up, follow him, love him. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, he uh, said something that was kind of dope. And I, and ladies, kind of check this out. If, if you never ever left a message, leave a message. Email me. He asked a question, and this is for you ladies. What is the definition of a broke nigga? And the reason why he asked that is, just to paraphrase what he said, because he said he sees a lot of women online talking about they popping, they this, they that, and they only fuck with niggas that's getting the bag, they don't want no broke niggas, blah, 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 blah. So we want to know as fellas what the definition is of a broke nigga. What do they have to bring to the table so you won't consider them broke? Now, he had other things he wanted to say, and if you want to see what he really had to say, you go to his page and find out. But I just thought that was an interesting question he had off top. So, ladies, if you want me to read your email on the air, please send it to D-U-C-E-M-E-A-N-S 27 at gmail.com. That's deucemeans27 gmail.com. Um, also, uh, Instagram, Fat James Bond. I... I'll read, DM me, you know, hit the post, you know, I'll read it. Uh, if you're on the Anchor app, leave a voicemail, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'll definitely play it on next week's show. Um, I'll read your responses next week on the air. Um, I'll have a new phone line coming to you next week. And, you know what I'm saying, only bigger and better things. Uh, that's my time right now. Uh, this podcast is officially done. I'm about to... Wrap it up, smoke a blunt, edit it, and get it out there to you guys. Um, just one more thing before I go. As I'm learning now, now that I've switched, now that I've transitioned from one passion to another, it's hard, but it's the same. It's the same mind frame as far as doing this podcast shit. I really love it. It's something I love to do. I love talking to you guys. I love getting your responses. Um, it's hard, but I'm willing to put in the work to give you guys the best show ever. I want to change the game on how people talk to each other, but I also want to change the game on how podcasts go. So, thank you guys for listening. Um, shout out to Al Jeezy underscore man. Shout out to Grindface. I've been watching that shit. All this shit is on Instagram. Also, check out the Hood News. My man is funny as fuck. That motherfucker's funny. Please check him out. 
He's a country dude from Georgia that does the news in this local area, and he's popping. So, nevertheless, that's my time. Thank you for uh, fucking with the show. Once again, my name is Deuce Means. This has been Observing Report, the motherfucking podcast. I'm gone.